Fast X is directed by Louis Leterrier and stars Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, John Cena, Nathalie Emmanuel, Sun Kang, Alan Richson, Helen Mirren, Brie Larson, Jason Statham, Charlize Theron, and Jason Momoa. Holy shit, what a long cast. The plot follows Vin Diesel's Dominic Toretto as he must protect his family from Dante Reyes, a man who seeks revenge for his father's deaths and the loss of his family's fortune. Ah, yes. Fast 10 is here, or Fast X, whatever you'd like to say. The first of a supposed two-part finale, or maybe three-part now? Yeah, well... More on this a bit later, but this film series used to be one of my favorite film series ever, probably. I grew up with this shit. It was um, it was something that us kids talked about all the time. Like, we related to how cool the fast movies were and, I don't know, street racing and souping up your car and blah, blah, blah. The first film debuted in 2001 and was right up my alley with a lot of my friends. Hot chicks, fast cars, fights, and nonstop action. I'm pretty sure I was actually in grade six when I saw this, and uh, I have to say I was hooked right away. Not so much for the -the over-the-top street racing, but more so for the unusual and complex relationship between the two leads of Vin Diesel and Paul Walker. This, to me, was the secret sauce um, that made the franchise so successful initially. What started from the two of them has grown to this massive on-screen family that was once stealing TV, TVs and DVD players to now fucking doing $10 million heists. Um, and now, yeah, obviously saving the world is, is part of these newer films. But for me, the best installments since the original are Fast Five, Fast and the Furious 6, and Furious 7. If you ask me, Furious 7 was the perfect ending, and the franchise really should have just ended here. Um, But, you know, why do that when these movies are making like a billion dollars each, right? In all honesty, the best installment, though, overall... um, was Fast Five. And the newest, this newest installment, Fast 10, piggybacks off that film and that story. The film opens with a flashback scene to Dom and Brian robbing Reyes from Fast Five. And it reveals Reyes has a son, Dante, played by Jason Momoa, who was basically front and center witness to his father's death and his, the loss of his family's money. From here, the film just takes off on another over-the-top ride. That wasn't a spoiler. We've seen that in the trailer. But, yeah, these films, I'm just really conflicted. I mean, I love the part of family. And, you know, you kind of, at this point, I kind of just watch them because I've seen them all. And it's now a tradition in our family where we all go together, me, my mom, my brothers, and we go and see these movies every goddamn time they come out because we've done it for, yeah, 10 installments now. So why not do it again, right? When it comes to the last one, Fast 9 to me, I'm sorry, was 
so fucking bad. That movie was fucking terrible. Definitely the absolute worst in the franchise. And although this one, I have to admit, is a smidge better, it's still a bit overall of a mess, right? The centerpiece of family is still strong in this film with Dom, Letty, and their son Brian being the central relationship we follow this film. Particularly the depths Dom in particular would go to protect this part of his family, his son Brian. He loves his son. And he's you can see at the beginning he's really having a good time showing his son these routes and, and raising him and showing him these little things with cars and stuff. And they really have that bond. So you have this tied in with the regular gang. And it brings that same nostalgia we've seen in the past films. This is why I mostly like the films. This is that nostalgia, right? The stories for the last bunch of them, I, I don't see an overall plan. Like, you know how the MCU plans out each installment and then they've they planned everything to come to a head in Infinity War and Endgame. With this, each installment has been like a different weird kind of chase around the world type of thing, but it's not really leading to anything. There's no main objective, no main showdown that we know is coming. And I don't know, it it, it just makes it feel really kind of uh, not well planned out and, and just choppy overall. In Fast 10, the action, I have to admit, is as good and over the top as ever. Um, one of the great set pieces I liked is the one that takes place in Italy where they're literally trying to manage this giant bomb that's just flying through the city. Um, I thought that was, uh, one of the highlights, a good highlight from the film. Um, on top of that, uh, you have Momoa. Jason Momoa has come into this franchise for this installment and, Honestly, he's done a great job. He he did a really good job in this film. I, I really enjoyed his character. Yeah, he was over the top and silly and he flamboyant and he had a little bit of everything um to him. Um But I thought that it was just a good it was a good change. They needed this uh this type of villain to come in and yeah, he was a little over the top, but I think that um that was that was well merited. We needed someone like that. I don't think we've had that in this franchise. Um so that was fun. Um, one of the other things I appreciated and liked is in Fast 9, obviously we know John Cena is now Dom's brother, and they went at it, and, and John Cena was so boring and, like, stalemate angry man in that movie, and he had didn't really have much depth to him. In this one, what they've done is really nice. They've totally flipped his character, and he's like the fun uncle now. He's kind of funny. He cracks a lot of jokes. And he really loves Brian as well. And I thought that was a, a good move because John Cena is really funny on screen. Um, if you've seen Peacemaker or The Suicide Squad or any of the other comedies he's been in, he his timing's actually really well, really well done. So I thought that was great. Um, on top of that, I don't have a lot of other amazing things to say. It was, it was, all, it was all pretty mediocre or less than that. Um Stay tuned for the ending of the film and then into the credits. There are some cool things and cameos, and, and that was probably one of my favorite parts was the mid credit scene was, um, was kind of cool and, and gets you excited for what's to come.
some of the things that I just what I didn't really like about this about Fast Ten was there's a lot of stuff going on at a lot of times. There's a lot of characters right in this in these movies, and so you have each group of characters kind of doing their own thing, and we we cut to one one scene and there's you know Han and Jason Statham and they're doing something. And then we cut to Tyrese and those guys and they're doing something. Then we cut to Vin and then we cut to Jason Mo. And we're kind of flying all over the place. But it's not like a, a smooth moving kind of sequence to each phase and what each characters are up to. These are hard cuts where it's like boom, 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 boom. And then like not much time passes and then boom, boom, boom again. And you're kind of like, it's a little bit all over the place. I wouldn't say it's hard to follow. It's it's more annoying. You're kind of getting into a scene and then cut. It goes somewhere else. It's um, kind of annoyed me a bit. The CGI, I mean, I believe I read they spent, this is the eighth or ninth highest, um, like most expensive movie ever made for, I think it's about 360 or $300 million they spent on this movie after um, they lost their initial director. And had a bunch of a sh- bit of a shakeup there going on. Justin Lin exited for creative differences in his mental health, I believe. So they bought in Louis Leterrier, who did it. You know, he did as good as a job as he could. Um, but with all the money that they have put in this movie, the CGI to me wasn't all that impressive. There are some cool practical stuff I can see that they did. Then they mixed in some CGI that. I just, I think I've seen better CGI in any of the Marvel films or, or any or any superhero stuff, really. I was like, I wasn't overly impressed with it. Um, it was kind of goofy. Some of the action sequences, uh, I mean, these films have gone from street racing, which was, you know, very practical and realistic, to these set pieces where we're just, fucking tossing characters from vehicle to vehicle midair were in number six dom caught letty out of the midair after falling off a bridge with his car and she landed on her back and didn't have a fucking single broken bone like i'm i work in the medical industry and i'm sorry you are gonna have a fucking broken back or broken neck if you're landing that hard and we just don't see these characters ever get a scratch on them. And it's at the point where it's kind of distracting because it's just so unrealistic. And so we have more of this in this, in this movie too, where it's just so over the top and it's almost like that Dom and Letty and these characters are superhero like they never get hurt. And yeah, I appreciate some of the, the humor is funny. There's some good humor in this movie, but, and it, and it is meta and they make fun of themselves, but I don't know. It's just a little childish and silly from, from my take. Another part is people do die in this movie. And, you know, I have to say with them bringing back characters that have died, Letty, they brought back Han now. These, these characters we once thought were dead aren't dead. And for me, people do die in this movie it really makes um, when you see a character death on screen, you you got to question it because you you know you've seen them bring back these other characters, so you're thinking to yourself, well, that person's not really dead, are they? And 
it really makes it not that that relevant these the deaths that they're trying to like make so dramatic and you know oh, crushing to our hearts is we don't really there's no stakes and uh they've kind of nullified any any of that in the in these films because yeah nobody's no really dies same with Jason Statham's brother i mean they fucking threw him out, out of a plane a moving plane and then you see him back and he's alive and yeah he's got some scars and burns on his face but he's well and functioning fighting guys fucking dudes up not even close to being dead um so yeah i just there's they've kind of gone down this this loophole and honestly these movies need to end at this point and i'm on board with it um i think i've seen enough vin diesel you know i mean there he i know he's almost 60 now but you can really tell um the way he's moving and just yeah it's they just need to stop and so now it comes to what comes next they definitely the ending of this movie is going to be controversial for people who watch it um they have made it clear they may, they end on on a cliffhanger and they do and people will like that and some people will absolutely hate that for me i just i i knew that it was it was coming so it just once again i i was okay with it but i was also like eh, okay so you're doing like the infinity war endgame thing okay okay i gotcha but are they after the mid credit scene now which I will not spoil, obviously. We might get a three a three part ending. So fast ten, there's gonna be a fast eleven, and then a fast twelve. Now, is what they're hinting at. Um, so they're gonna do three movies to hopefully finally wrap this thing up instead of the initial two. Which I mean, they know these movies are gonna make money. People are gonna go watch them. So well, drag it out some more. Fuck, why not, right? Anyways, um, I'm going to give Fast 10 a letter grade of a C+. All right, that's all for now. We'll be back with more movies for the rest of summer. Okay, have a good one, guys.